Oh, uh, wait. This is so crazy. Oh, did you just hear that all these comedians, not all these, three people overdate, <laughs> overdosed on, did you oh, hear like the cocaine yeah, fentanyl? It. That's so sad. I saw it. That yeah. there was a party in Venice and a bunch of comics did cocaine yeah and it was laced with fentanyl by accident and two died or three died and then one's what in do you critical mean laced care. by accident or i mean but or i guess it was laced yeah well, some people purposely lace their shit yeah, uh with fentanyl no uh, that shit will kill you that's like, what i've been hearing more and more this uh, is a psa i know i'm a big supporter of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> but just be careful where you get it. it's not a psa to not do it it's a psa yeah. to if you know do your it source. if you do it make sure you know where it came from yeah okay but that's very sad so i was getting texts about well, that. it's super sad that you know I, I you know it's kind of crazy though um when you see like a junkie who overdosed, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone who's like really looks like, Argh. you're like, oh, well, they did a lot of drugs and that's what happens. But when someone's like a local comedian yeah, accidentally, just that one you party. feel so bad. But it's like, I mean, this is the risk you take in a lot yeah. of ways, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what makes drugs so fucking scary. Right. Of course, you don't want it to happen. No. But nobody writes about the people who died in the streets of a cocaine overdose with fentanyl. They're just talking about the comedian in venice who yeah. was probably at a fucking high-end party i think it was a cool party i don't know what do you feel and um, I, i'm angry I'm just, that i'm not invited i'm just <laughs> no, no. i'm just throwing it out there just asking you know yeah sometimes i say things that are are wrong no i think that's that's i feel bad for i guess both yeah but nobody's writing news about the i the, know you know what i'm saying yeah 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 that I've, is true yeah because this is like a big story where yeah, big story was, yeah, four people died yeah big big story meanwhile thousands of people are dying in other places i know yeah. but maybe because also these people are kind of like quasi celebrities no it's because yeah. it's because oh my god this could happen to you mm-hmm. it's like you're a normal person like these are a normal it's like i don't know yeah i also think too the me- media is so annoying because one of the girls um this girl kate one the, the titles keep on having in her description of her she just was dating uh, the hootie and the blowfish guy darius rucker yeah. so it's like comedian also ex of darius rucker like i'm like That's can her, we leave that part out like why whole, does anyone need to know that yeah like, yeah. yeah her whole life weird. is is condensed to a couple words which is darius rucker's ex yeah and i think that is so <laughs> gross because they yeah. know that his name is gonna sell stuff and yeah. that's like really really weird and like did she die no i think she's in critical yeah, she's care in coma or something which is right. so that's is like so 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 sad as it's sad for the junkie <laughs> junkie also i'm just went bringing, hooting the blowfish fan listen, listen i i it's not a fully formed thought i'm just my gut is like it you know, I don't feel bad for these people. I mean, I feel bad for all people or no people, but I don't get, I'm not, you can't pick and choose. Well, you know, I have strong yes, thoughts yes, on that. Strong thoughts. I, because I think if we're going to riot for everyone that's killed wrongly by the police, uh, we should uh, riot uh, for uh, everyone. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to leave this. Why one is that alive. bad? Nope. I'm going to leave Why? it. Why? Yep. I know. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> Come on, kids. Now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now. Hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Klimo. Uh, okay, okay. I haven't seen you in so long. I know, it's Tell been us great. everything. It's been fucking yeah, right. great. No, it has. It really has. I needed a break. Yeah. You know, I yeah. bet you did too. I bet you did too. Yeah, I did. 
Uh, seems like a question. You weren't sure. I don't, I, it doesn't really matter to me either okay, way. Well, well, I need. I can take you or leave you. I <laughs> I was glad to have left town, right? Yeah. Because if you take a couple days off, but then you just do your normal shit, it doesn't feel like it's a big, right? Great break. You're just like, oh, I just wasted a couple days. Mm-hmm. But um, leaving town, I went to Kentucky. Uh, uh, out there for a bourbon and music festival called Railbird, and uh, it was awesome. Some great acts of music. Um, I saw uh, the Black Pumas, which have that that song "Colors" that's super popular right now. Uh, My Morning Jacket was the big pull for me. That's I one of your them. favorites. Yeah. Yep. Um, Krung Bin, which they're hot right now. I feel like this is that Jimmy Kimmel skit where you're just naming uh, like no, 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 Blackbird swallows. <laughs> no. Uh, also, I saw Leon Bridges. Cool. And then uh, Band of Horses. And oh, there are wow. there are a lot of other bands that I didn't go see because there were three stages and and boy, Kentucky is open. Like yeah, it's like was it, it like how it was Nashville. It or? was like fifty thousand people in the crowd. <gasps> it was like some crazy amount of people. Yeah. Now, did they have any sort of like screening system was it you had to show a vaccination card or a um i'm i don't have it mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a negative test so yeah and then did you guys stay at a hotel yeah stayed at a couple places stayed in louisville nice um the first night and we got to go to like a, a little speakeasy and uh got a great dinner um it was a it was an awesome town and and i think because I've been getting more and more into bourbon mm-hmm. and, and different alcohols. It was fun to go to that area because every you know bourbon is made yeah. there. And so it's like when you're driving down the road, it's like every single company that you've ever seen that makes whiskey is like, come in, come in and try this, come in and taste these things. Check out our distillery, check out our, you know, they have, and they're all trying to beat each other a little bit, you know? Really? So it's like, who has the best experience? (laughs) Who's more barrel aged or like, who's barrel aged? But we did uh, Maker's Mark and Woodford Reserve and we did uh, Buffalo Trace, which makes a lot of really like hard to get whiskeys. Mm -hmm. There's one in particular that I've been hunting for a while that I had never tried. And it's just famously hard to get. Okay, it's called Blanton's, and it's a small circular bottle with a little horse on top, Mm -hmm. and then each horse has a letter, and so if you buy seven different bottles, you could spell out the word Blanton's, Oh, cool. That's cool. So people are trying to collect it. They're trying to earn their horses, (laughs) and the horses each look a little different, you know, so it looks like a run cycle of a horse. Mm -hmm. So I had finally, I mean, I had been looking in every bar, every place I went, couldn't get it there it's like it's hard to find and i walked into a little tasting room and they had a bottle sitting there and i was like oh fuck i'm in trouble like because you know when something's so elusive yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. hard you to get it. you need it even more now this is a bottle that normally costs 60 dollars, but because it's so hard to get it's going anywhere from 250 to really? to, to five six hundred dollars a bottle so th- so even at the actual y- y- distil- distillery they yeah. don't have like you can't buy so at that specific distillery which is buffalo trace they make it uh every day they have a set amount of bottles they sell of a specific type of alcohol okay. so if you go on tuesday in the morning they put out a sign and say today here are the selections that we have but it changes every day so, you know, if you're a traveler like I was, I, I essentially had two days that I could possibly go to the, the distillery. And on the day that I went, it was this special bottle, but it wasn't Blanton's. 
it was a different brand called E.H. Taylor. They also do Eagle Rare and they do Buffalo Trays. So there's four four different that they cycle through. And it's just again, it's like if <laughs> it's like Pokemon, right? Yeah. It's like I gotta get them all, yeah, I gotta catch yeah. them all. Um Yeah, and so it was a little bit like when I saw the bottle, I got a little like, huh, I'm in trouble, maybe. <laughs> like I'm in trouble because I, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna get this again. Yeah. Right? Because it's hard to find everywhere, but it's it's like I've never I've never seen it outside of and this is the truth, outside of Japan. Somebody had it in Japan. I've never seen it in America, an actual bottle. So when I saw it, I was like, how much is that? Yeah, just, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. So I bought it. Is it here? Sitting Can right I there. Look at it? It's sitting oh, right I there. see it, people. It, it's how he describes it. It's circular with the horse on it. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Now, there's like almost a fence around it. Yeah, that's a protective fence so that no one's fingers touch None the label. Little, no, uh, <laughs> no it's, it's meant to like not make the bottle like clank against others okay and, now is yeah. this one that when people come over are you going to offer a pour or it's oh are you fucking limits? kidding me really? no no okay no, so it's no. a collector's item completely yes yes i have a top shelf in the bar here and nobody gets it unless i'm super drunk <laughs> <laughs> then in that case you yeah out. then i'm like who are you a stranger <laughs> you've got to try this yeah here's so all this i've just got to put it in a very special place and and make it you know because to me it's it isn't about the money mm -hmm. it, it was like it was too expensive and it was the most I'd ever paid for a bottle, but there was something about having it and having the story and yeah. just saying like, oh, that's my special gift to me right. this year. Right, it's you a know? collector's item. Yeah. That so. is a good, uh, to me, that is for real using your money wisely. Dave Ramsey may disagree, but I, you know, it's a nice thing. I can't say that I'm great with money, but I will say this is like when people like hold back from purchasing things that they really want mm -hmm. because they feel like they don't deserve it. And then they, I see them go to dinner and they get like a meal, a couple cocktails and whatever. And the bill comes to $70 and you're like, yeah, it's like I bought that bottle and it's like two or three meals. Right. Right. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But like, if you look at that thing, you go like, $250 for whiskey. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So then what's funny is uh, on the way back, we flew through Chicago. Okay. And in, in O'Hare, we're walking through and Brittany is like, what and when she pointed over i didn't know what was going on i looked in the store right there oh, no. <laughs> four bottles of blanton's and i'm like okay yeah but they're gonna be like 500 dollars, right i walk in there's 60 dollars a bottle oh my god so essentially and four different ones too four di different bottles okay each with their own the specific hell? letter and i was like what the fuck and i was like in my mind i was like well i'm buying four bottles yeah, of blanton's yeah, yeah. you know and um the woman came over that worked there and uh she's like oh did are you uh did you want one of these i'm like uh yeah i want all four they're 60 bucks she's like uh-huh she's like do you have an international uh flight and i go no we're flying to california like oh sorry this is for duty free only you have to have an international ticket what to purchase anything in this store and i was like oh what my the gosh fuck? i was so like well what if you d did it flew to japan <laughs> Mailed I just it bought to a yourself. ticket right there. Yeah. Like, I'll take two tickets to Japan. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, so it's a it's a it's a long story to tell you that like I overpaid for a bottle of uh, whiskey. Of bourbon. But you know It was it, worth it. it and it'll remind it you of your trip too. Yeah, exactly. The trip was awesome. Music was great, the festival's good. Uh, they weren't ready. It was clear that like the festival people, mm -hmm. I would say that like the world wasn't ready yet. Right, there wasn't enough staff. There oh, wasn't man. enough yeah. like water stations. Mm -hmm. There weren't enough like anything. 
And so everyone was pissed off. But, you know, I'm not a festival guy. So I kind of like, we did the thing where it's like, uh, you get in, you see what you want to see, you get the fuck out. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, uh, and then we just toured a lot of distilleries and had a great time. And it, w- it was fun. There's some cool shit. I saw my friend actually has a painting at the Maker's Mark um, grounds inside their restaurant. He had did a, a custom commission. They had commissioned him for a piece. And so he got us on the list to have a, a private tour. We did a tasting, cool. we walked around. Uh, Brittany got a bottle of uh, Maker's Mark and then she got to actually dip it in and get it waxed. Like Whoa. put the wax on herself. Yeah, it, there's some cool experiences. I would say if you like whiskey, if you like bourbon, if you're into that at all, there's some cool shit. We toured a castle that did, was a distillery now, and, and they made all this gin and bourbon. It's cool. They're, it's a cool space. See, that's the way I like to do festivals and conferences. Go yeah. for like five seconds. And yeah, then- and then two things. Everyone was really, really nice. We, we didn't run into any dicks at all. Um, everyone was so nice. And two, everyone, and I mean everyone and everywhere we went, People were trying to fuck Britney. Really? Yes. 100%. Yes. And I was just, you know, that, does, that shit doesn't bother me at all. I'm right. always like, go at it. Come on. Get it. If you can it's get it. It's a compliment it, to you. If you can get it, get it. You know? Are they, were they coming up to her? Oh, yeah. And saying like, oh, yeah. In hey, fact, sweetheart. it was becoming a joke because everywhere we're going, people are like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. Is this your, that's your boyfriend? Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, and I'm just like, all right. I mean, there was <laughs> at bars, in the streets, at Cracker Barrel. Like, <laughs> it didn't matter where we were. People were hitting on her. Really? Right? And she was like, okay, I get it. Kentucky is my town. Yeah. Kentucky is my place. Uh, but then it, 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 it kind of came to a, a real pinnacle when we were at the festival and the band, the Black Pumas, uh, were up on stage, and lead singer is black, and he jumps down into the crowd of fifty thousand people. Okay, and he's working his way through, and he comes close to us. I'm like, oh man! And I start like taking pictures because I'm the photographer. Me, yeah. So I start taking photos, and he gets closer, and he's like, right. I mean, he's just me and him, right? And he walks by me, and I see him put his hand up to like high five somebody, and as I turn, I'm like. Oh my God, he's high-fiving Brit, right? <laughs> so he high-fives her and then he starts to hug her. So I have like this series of photographs where he's like, swooping in on and, your- and then her, the look on her face in this moment is fucking amazing. Maybe we'll post it with her yeah. <laughs> permission. Uh, yeah, with her permission. Um, but it, that was a pretty awesome- Wow, get that, it, girl? Yeah, that was a pretty awesome uh, moment he's for her especially, me. yeah. Oh my gosh! I, she looks very excited. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole. <laughs> well, she looks gorgeous, and yeah, I wonder why. Yeah, there's a whole series. She's where cleaning up. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> so cute. She's cleaning up. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, the the experience was great, and we had a good time For traveling. I'm still not loving flights mm-hmm. right now. It's just I don't. I'm not one of those people who are like. I don't want to wear my mask. I'm just like, I don't want to wear my mask. Right, but I'll but just do it. I'm yeah. gonna do it. I don't. I don't really give a shit. I'm not gonna. Right. But there's a lot of people who are like hard to work with there's a lot of delays a lot of flight delays like everywhere we went it was like oh you got delayed 20 minutes and da, 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 da. it's like did you hear why this time or like is it no i think it's just i think people aren't staffed yeah I think, I think the pilots are like at their limit i think a lot of people are and and then because of that limitation because of all this the things that you would like normally on a long trip, a five hour flight, I'd be like, well, give me a couple beers and I'm going to fucking yes. zonk out. Yeah. But they're like, sorry, no alcohol. Right. We don't serve alcohol anymore. And we, you get a little bag of like crunchy, <laughs> you know, cracklins or something. Yeah. You're like, oh man, this is like, 
fuck i know and there's nothing to really watch or read anymore the last time i just yeah. sat there and yeah and then my laptop was like basically the way i don't know yeah the, the seat space is so small that yeah. i was working on my yeah. laptop but it was like crunched and yeah hmm. uh, uh, you know first world problems i get it but yeah. like i just am i am noticing like a lot of the restaurants and bars inside the airports are closed so right. it's like it's like traveling you just gotta like you gotta be self-sufficient do your thing don't expect i used to just go to the airport and be like I don't even need anything. I'll whatever the, whatever I need, I can get. Yeah. And now I'm like, nope, you better fucking take it. You better take it. They're not gonna have it. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that was my trip. I'm so proud of I can't you. Think, I can't I don't think I can think of anything else that really happened. It was just a positive, fun trip. I was probably a little bit spend happy. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Did was you and Brittany get any get in any travel fights? No, not even one. No. That's and that's one thing that I said when I got back. I was like, gosh. It's like so easy to just yeah. travel and then no matter what, like even, listen. I can't imagine. Listen, it was like it was like 95 or 100 degrees, swampy, sweaty, messy, shitty, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're taking pisses in porta potties and people around you are touching you and they got their glossy, swampy skin. And, and still, we didn't get in any fights. That's amazing. That's very rare. Is it? I think even with relationships or fights. I mean, or, or fights. <laughs> well, uh, my, my, my brain association just hears relationships. What are, what are we fight. comparing this to? You? <laughs> well, yes, to I mean, me. You guys get in a fight going to Whole Foods. Yeah, we did. What, so. what did we get into a fight the other day about? I don't even know. <laughs> I can't remember. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just think even traveling with any friends, you don't have to get in huge fights, but just like little, like, I'm sick of this person or I'm tired I think, about this. I think, uh, I think the one thing that we do really well is, I think this way anyway, is... We don't get in each other's faces, and when if I need to just be like be alone or walk a, like walk away and yeah. just like go, hey, I'm gonna take a walk and look around. She's never like, where are you going? What are you doing? She's yeah. not like that. Yeah. That would fucking bother the shit out of me. Yeah, she's just kind of like, yeah, okay, do your thing. Yeah, just very much like self sufficient, both of us. And I think that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's an important thing, don't you think? It is. I, I was just remembering now because. I feel like because Jack has been alone a lot of the past couple of months mm-hmm. because I am, you mm-hmm. know, out and about a lot and at different cities a lot and everything. Yeah. He has had a lot of time alone to play video games and yeah. just do everything alone. And so now I think he's in this zone where he doesn't want to be alone like ever. And so we were just at a uh. friend's house and for just like five seconds, people, our, our friend Casey went to go take a nap and then her husband went to go answer some emails. And then I think I wanted to go, I had to go finish some work or something. Yeah. And just Jack feeling, of course he has his side of the story, but to <laughs> me like him being left alone in a pool, in a really nice pool for 35 minutes, he was kind of like, well, what do I do with myself now? And I mm-hmm. felt like there was like a few instances where just because people had busy things to do, he yeah. was he was going to be alone for like 15 or 17 minutes. Yeah. And I kind of made a remark about like, uh, like kind of like, what's up with you not like being able to be alone or something? And then Maybe it went into needy. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, yeah, like uncomfortable being alone and almost yeah. like, uh, and this is like I said, I have definitely parts that I play into this, but like, um, like blaming people, I think for like just stuff they have to do normally that comes with a busy uh, life. Like you yeah. know, like our friends just had to, or their air conditioning broke, so they needed to like talk for a little bit about air conditioning, and then right. I think it's just I think Jack has been left alone too much hmm. that now he almost doesn't want to be alone at all where it's like people just by nature get left alone for like 30 minutes or 35 minutes i think we talked about this before though but don't you think it just goes back to that thing about him sort of having been babied a little bit yeah and sort of doted upon Mm -hmm. 
And that's probably very hard for him now because he has been doted on as a child for so long. Yeah. That it's hard for him to like retrain that brain. I mean, you need to, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, see for me, I'm never bored. Right. Like if someone said you have 35 yeah, minutes I'm alone, like, you can oh, read, fuck. you can check TikTok. I got a thousand read. things that I'd like to yeah, do. You know? Yeah. If you tell me like, hey, uh, I'm busy on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. party. Yeah, all you the know? time. Like, yeah. And I don't need to be with anybody. I'm actually just fine chilling out on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. Sitting with my Blantons, <laughs> slowly getting drunk. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's no. different strokes. Yeah. For different of folks. course. Of course. And, and I feel bad for people who are needy like that because, mm-hmm. because, it must feel it must feel lonely. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, but but I think maybe you could have a little bit more patience if I'm if I'm if I'm imagining what you're 100%. like. A hundred percent. It is. I am. It is rare how much like a normal relationship two people aren't apart as much as we are. Like that's yeah. not. You know what I mean? Like, you have a I, lot of freedom. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that I think most people would not even understand. Right. And, no, and like you all. guys go to a hotel room and even at a hotel room, you're Separate like, let's not and- sleep in the same bed. <laughs> I'm surprised you even sleep in the same room. We, well, we'll see. <laughs> no, no, you're no. Like, we'll do like stages, guys. <laughs> stages. We even like he just started a new job, which is very exciting. He got a new job and he had a new job. And within it is so funny because I am definitely definitely hypocritical because there was like one woman on the screen training him, and yeah. then I got upset because I'm like, oh, you already have a work wife. But then meanwhile, you got upset? no, I mean, I got like pretend upset. But were you actually a little upset? No, 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 no. But the thought of someone having a work wife really annoys me. Why? Because it's just inappropriate. Well, it, somebody like when you it's know. just annoying. Like, why need to say that? Why? Why just say like I have a work? Oh, best you just friend. don't like the term. It's really stupid. Like, why don't marry your work person? Just like either be. I really don't think good people friend. are actually saying that you're you're married. It's just like the person that you work with who is of the opposite sex. But I feel like you, your work wife implies like this is the person that brings me coffee, or like then just say this is my my colleague that I'm friends with. Okay, I think there's something and then going fuck on. Fuck them at a conference. Yeah, I was going to say I think there's something in you there. Well, uh, okay, anyway. okay, but but um. <laughs> But then I, and this is going to be what I tell you too, is that uh, but I do have freedom in the way that there was one night where I was up in LA and I went to our friend, our very good friend, Jeremy, who's a comedian who oh, yeah. about in the beginning of the pandemic had randomly had a stroke. Yeah. And he's young. He's young. He's really young. We, You guys may remember him because when I took my sitcom class, there was like a really hot boy that I thought was so hot. And yeah. then it, we just became really good friends. And yeah, now it, we laugh guy. about it. Yeah. He really is so nice, solid. Nice guy. Yes. He's really goofy and funny. And so- then he had the stroke and then he like lost all the left side of his you know whole body pretty so much wild. and then he has been working so hard to get back to the point where he could stand or even just talk again wow. um and then i think like a week after his stroke i messaged him that you and i were in la and i was like you want to go to dinner and he's like i can't talk <laughs> i don't think you understand that i like actually had a stroke like i, I really can't talk or walk or anything right. so then he was like all along he's been filming videos of him just on a cane or a walker and then now this past week was his big um come back to the stage and doing stand-up comedy so i wanted to go to that so i made sure i went and i was so impressed where now he's back to standing upright fully and like doing a really funny comedy set that's awesome i was so proud but that yeah that like i was at a downtown weird la place and like jack had no clue where i was 11 30 and then i had a britney situation too that i want to share that never happens tell me is that the next day this truly like it happens a little bit but Jeremy had texted me. I went so okay, so I went with a friend to this event. Yeah. My friend Sophia, who's really nice and cool. Immediately uh, like right away we started drinking our drinks and I thought that it tasted really weird and like I was kind of like, "Uh, like this drink doesn't taste right to me." And I ta- I took like one or two big sips. Yeah. And then 
she was next to me and we got like pretty much the same thing and then she went downstairs and then i didn't hear from her for like 20 minutes oh, and the no. next thing i know i checked my phone and she had said i had to leave um i suddenly got really really sick and i'm like oh no and i kept asking her like do you think our drinks are t- you know like laced or laced no. with fentanyl or whatever but like yeah so i don't know what happened with that i don't think they were but so i was there by myself for the rest of the night and i was just chilling and just relaxing then the next day jeremy messaged me and said that there was a boy there that kept asking him about me and like ask asking him what my like deal was what my status was and and jeremy was like i think she has a boy like and that's jack got mad because he's oh, like one man. of your friends doesn't even know if you're in a relationship or not like oh. you know, like <laughs> what like what do you so anyway i told him that unless it was ll cool j uh, yes, I have a boyfriend, but I couldn't believe uh, it because I felt like I was sitting there by myself, all geeky. Sure. And someone asked about me, and that never happens. Yeah. I'm not a Britney where bands jump off stage to, <laughs> to see me. Yeah. That, but so this guy's tried to spike your drink is essentially what maybe. You're to yeah, say. I guess I don't know. It's like, what's 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 up with her? Does she have a high tolerance for <laughs> roof, roof and all? Yeah. They're like, we want the friend first, but the friend yeah. clearly couldn't handle her. Like, and you talked to your friend since, right? She oh did, yeah. There wasn't somebody else riding her, going like, oh, I'm just gonna go home early. No, no, no. I was like calling her immediately, and I called her like a bunch of times, and then mm. then the next day I, I just happened to see her at an event, and I was wow. like, and we still to this day don't know whether it was food poisoning or whether it was like what was going on with that. God damn. I know, but it's very scary and weird. Our drinks we ordered our drinks and then they were like floating in the ethos for like 15 minutes and then they brought them to us and then something i took two sips and then i was just like i was almost feeling bad that i couldn't drink more and that's just like so funny that our maybe our intuition or whatever like i was almost like oh i really don't want any more of this but i'm here for a while so i should probably just keep sipping and then it was almost like a block against it and the next thing i know she she went home i know that's wild so that's that that's that i have one other quick story to tell you tell me like okay so then um Okay, so do you, there's a show called White Lotus. <laughs> I've heard of it. Okay. I think about a it's cult with, or an island or something. Yeah, 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 kind of. It's with Connie Britton and Jennifer Coolidge. And you're, you're going to die. I feel like this will make your heart shrivel. So I really wanted to watch it. Okay. And I told Jack, like, let's, let's start at least episode one and see how we feel about it. And so I put on the first episode, and he was busy for about, like, ten minutes. And then he said, just do your thing, watch it, and then I'll come back and catch up after we're done. And so, like, he'll catch up on what, what we missed. Right. So he came back, and then I told him a little bit. I'm like, you know... I, I, I'm not good at following plots, but I think this is what happened and this and this. And, and then he yeah. was like, okay, you really don't understand that much. And I'm like, I think it's this thing. And so I was kind of telling him and filling him in. And then there was this scene where a guy, this may be a spoiler alert, who knows, whatever. Oh, boy. A guy like poos, like he like shits in someone's suitcase. But like <laughs> the poo like really comes out, like it looks like, I mean, I'm very interested in how they actually did it because it like comes out of his butt. Like it look, I've never seen like a human pooing before on f- camera. Okay. But it's like it's coming out of him. Like it's so anyway. So that was like a marking scene for us, where I was like, "That's so weird." And then the first episode ended, and we were kind of like, you know, we were left with a bunch of questions, and it didn't really. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't even know if I like this enough to watch episode two, but we'll sure. see. It just kind of left me with a lot of questions. So then, uh, because I was so interested in how they did that scene, <laughs> Jack looked up. I guess he typed in like White Lotus, you know, defecating scene or whatever. Yeah, and it started out by saying uh in the season finale this is what happens and this is what happens no and so it turns out that watch the last episode yes i didn't pay attention to what i was doing and i went by accident right to the 
episode finale and we watched the very last episode of the whole How the series fuck would you know what was going on at that point i just somehow pieced together oh god like, i made up the whole i told jack this is why this happened because of this and then he's like that i created like a whole <laughs> and i acted like i knew what was happening and then somehow we watched the very last oh season and god. tried to make sense of it but it didn't you're ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> but i still don't know so if anyone knows well yeah i mean well now anyone who wanted to know he, i thought you were giving I away saved you guys six episodes I it's thought, not that good i thought <laughs> i thought you were spoiling the first episode no I'm now like, i'm well, spoiling but i mean at least it's the first if you're interested to know how he even got to this scene then I would say start at episode one. I don't know, actually, yeah, because I never saw it. Most people should start at episode one, just, just ahead. But up. I think this is going to be my new thing now of the same way that I like to read the last page of a book to know how it oh, ends. Gross. I You're think this gross. is how I'm going to, I'm going to watch every series finale first and then You're see if it's so worth it. Gross. Why would you not do that to see if it's actually worth it? <sighs> that is the dumbest thought process ever. I don't even want to talk to you about it. No, because what you're they doing. They thought Thoreau was an idiot. I, I, it, it's, it's insulting as a creative. Yeah, I don't mind saying that because if I wrote a story, because it and, builds up, because I'm building up, I'm I'm building characters and I'm building the world and I'm I'm sort of like injecting uh, tension and excitement and fear, whatever it is, right? Mystery. And then what you're saying is like, yeah, I don't really care about any of that. I'll just just, like, skip to just it. tell me what happens in the end. Yeah. Somebody shits in a suitcase. Great. Okay, cool. I saw White Lotus. It's like, no, you didn't. And you fucking ruined. <laughs> you ruined. <laughs> I the, knew it would make you mad. This is why I wrote it you down. You ruined this person's artwork. Oh, and now my you're going freaking, around. You are. Sh- I'm shitting now, in their suitcase, basically. <laughs> and now you're going around and ruining it for other people. No. And you're gonna say like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're saying it's okay. It's good. Jennifer Coolidge is so good in the yeah, last episode. Your your assessment means nothing because you did not watch it you watched the last episode it's not fair it's not fair and so you should just shut up about it but hawaii i mean people go to hawaii to surf the biggest wave they don't just go there to ride the little waves one by one until they go straight for the big wave that that doesn't make any sense it makes sense to me they go for the big kahuna okay yeah but uh, all right okay (laughs) okay and one more thing before we go i want to update you you on another i know i I wrote this down just i love to raise your blood pressure you had a few nice days with no drama and now i brought it back you brought it back (laughs) (laughs) okay so one last thing that i didn't tell you or anyone um okay so then while you were gone i also went to a winery with some friends some girl friends and we got all dressed up and you know we had a nice time but i was the only non-single one of them so as the as the day started everyone was like oh you know everyone was really polite like work is going well i have this thing i have that thing whatever yeah and then as people got increasingly more drunk, drunk. they started talking about their dating life oh. and i got to do my favorite thing which i i love to do which is take my single friends phones and go through their bumbles <sighs> do you ever do that they said I, they gave me license to do wait, so. Wait, okay. I, I think I misunderstood. So all these people are single. Oh, yeah. Did you're, I say I was the only single one by yeah, accident? Yeah, Oops, No, but I meant I was the only non-single. Okay. I was the only I, taken. I was going to say, you're the only one that had a relationship. That's what I meant, yeah. Everyone else is single. So I was like, why do they have bumbles if they're oh, all no, in no, relationships? Oh, no, no. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I was the only gotcha, boyfriended gotcha. one. They were totally gotcha. single so, and very mingling so what did and you do? so so i would love to d- uh, yeah. isn't it fun i feel like you would like it i've had friends like uh, uh one of my friends uh he was thinking about doing it i was really pushing him to do it this is years ago and i was like you know what here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna push it up to my tv you know you can stream your phone to your tv uh-huh. and then we're all gonna oh as my a god group, that's my favorite activity create your account and then swipe get you a good start 
a good start. I love that. I love that. And it was like the most fun. We were laughing hysterically. Because sometimes I think we... The same with clothing, where it's like we tend to go to the same things, but yeah. if we have a friend to help yeah. us out, it's like yeah. you may see something that the other person doesn't see. I always see. say when when I go shopping, because I've had a lot of friends, mostly female, but some guys who are like, hey, will you go shopping with me and just help me like pick some stuff out? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. I, my number one thing is like pick some one item that scares you, something that kind of scares you. Yeah. And I would say the same thing with dating. Mm-hmm. Pick, pick a man that scares pick you. Pick a couple people who, you know, you think are maybe you're not good enough for. Or maybe right, that looks like out of, your league out, or... of, out of your wheelhouse. Like, they're not an accountant. Instead, they're a whatever, a yeah. welder. Or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Why don't you just try it? Just try it. Do something that scares you. Yeah. You know? And date, so date the serial killer. Right. We all, they're all going to end up, yeah. we're all going to, someone's going to always murder someone. So else. you grab somebody's phone. So I grabbed my friend's phone and she was kind of stuck. And I think also because I am in a relationship, and you probably feel this way too. Like there's this ease of talking to people where I have nothing to lose. And because like, mm. I, I'm not like, it's not me on the line. Yeah. So I can talk way more easily with these boys. And absolutely. I write for my friend. I shouldn't say his name. I, he's always like, Hey, how do I speak to this girl? And I'm like, here's what I would say. And I'll like write this thing out and send it to him. He's like, it's perfect. And yeah. just sends it off. I'm like, but it's not you. You got to make it you. I know. But I know. Still, but still, I got major game when it's not me. Yeah. I, <laughs> absolutely. I'm like, me I'm, like, I'm going to get you fucked. Get ready. Me too. And like, same thing as I had a friend in San Francisco and I, I had her phone for like 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, on Thursday, you're going to the cinema with this boy. On Friday, you guys were getting pizza with this boy. Mm-hmm. Like I lined it up. But then this friend had, she told me she was stuck in basically the like texting zone with this one uh. guy and she wanted to meet up with him Ah. but and then within seconds i had texted him and i said something about like i think i just said like okay like i really want to get dinner with you but it's something about like i hate loose hairs and one time i found an eyelash in my food so like i need you to dig the eyelashes for me and he he loved it he's like yeah like wednesday and so uh, but i told (laughs) because i was like you have to i mean not you are i'm putting you and a lot of other boys i know in the category of like not basic dudes because you guys think more and you know are sweeter and stuff like that but i feel like on the quote-unquote like basic dudes i feel like there's a little bit of being like quirky with kind of like insulting them a tiny bit but then also acting busy but also telling them you want to go out to dinner and it works really well because i was kind of telling him like you need to fish out the eyelashes for me because i'm just like a scared confused girl and then he loved that now she's got to be you Gosh. I know, I know. He thought he was, and within seconds he wrote back, and I think he yeah. thought that was quirky. And so, yeah. and I'm like, and I was writing, I'm like, oh, you're my eyelash king. And I'm like, I would wink at you if I was afraid that my eyelash wasn't going to fall out. And oh then, my I know, God. I know, I know. And so then, but anyway, but then I don't think she ever actually even went out with him. Well. But then, <laughs> then the conversation turned to, and I hope my friends don't mind me sharing this. And we were at like a nice winery where the tables next to us were like actual adult professional people. <laughs> and so then the it got louder and louder the more we drank. And then the conversations turned to like the the penises of the men that they've been sleeping with. Yeah. And one of my friends started screaming so loud about like I guess the boy that she slept with recently had just like the biggest like for real for real circumference of like his urethra hole was like quarter sized. What? Like oh, we were going, we were comparing it to straws. What? And if you're listening, and if you have a dilated urethra, you're special too. You deserve love. <laughs> we would protest for you if you got killed brutally by the police. Or uh, overdosed on or fentanyl. Or if you overdosed on fentanyl and it didn't come out your pee hole, oh. we would love you. But um, we had said, or but we actually, we were screaming, she was screaming about how she told her therapist about the dick hole because it was like bothering her in her sleep and stuff. Like she would close her eyes and like 
picture this big gaping dick hole. That's how big the dick hole <clears throat> Yeah. And so then the table next to us came over and asked if we could be quiet. <laughs> we got shushed. <laughs> you got shushed? Yeah. The woman was like, I am sorry, but this is like not only the most disrespectful conversation, but it's so loud. <laughs> and then, and yeah, but it seems like there's a lot of, um, it seems like, we, you know, what I'm hearing with women is like penis size really does matter. And like, oh, I think, yeah. it, I think it does. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, like <sighs> the world, the world got real small is the problem, right? Yeah, but the holes didn't. No, but I'm just saying like porn got more accessible and it's okay that like when I was a kid, it's like no women were outwardly talking about how they watch porn. No. Yeah, right. Now it's like women watch porn, men watch porn. It's just a thing. Right. So now you're seeing lots of dicks, right? Lots of vaginas, lots of people. And it does some damage, I think. Right. And of course, it's just like locker room talk. Yeah, but, we then, but then people are more openly talking about like dick size and like, oh, you know. When yeah. you start seeing more and talking about it more, you're like, yeah, well, I kind of do want to try a, right. a big old fat dick, <laughs> you know? I want to shove the horse on your whiskey like up, <laughs> up that guy's dick hole and just like have it like oh, ride around. Jesus. It would be like the Kentucky Derby. But oh. then, then I was trying to t- 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 counsel my friend on what, because then there was another boy that she had just slept with that had yeah. a really, really teeny weeny, like a micro penis, Ugh. which some people are into. And once again, nothing wrong with you. Except for that, if you have it, but but <laughs> I just don't want anyone to feel ashamed of their yeah, but genitalia. The, you didn't do that very well, though, did you? You didn't. Really I want do that. everyone to embrace what they have. It's, I truly listen, do. Listen, I do feel bad for people who have a micro penis because yeah. they didn't choose it. It's not like they 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 didn't. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like right, right. when you put so much stress on on the size of something, right? Absolutely. If, if you were to say, okay, well, sorry, I don't like girls with small boobs, right? Right. Well. There is an opportunity they can get a boob enlargement mm-hmm. and then they sort of omit that like feeling. But with a guy, you know, if he's got a micro he penis, anything, yeah. he can't do anything. Right. I feel bad for that guy. I do too. So. And then, and then I guess like right now my friend was dating. And I guess that's the thing is right now she has her sights set on physical connections rather mm-hmm. than like dating for emotional compatibility. Right. She wants or, that big dick energy. Yeah. So I think, yeah, she was going out with the sole purpose of getting stuffed and so she but she had said like okay this was the second time we slept together now i know that it's so small do i continue to see him do i not and then to make it matters even worse she just hired this person on as her personal trainer oh no and now he's confused because he's like wondering why they don't they're not like sleeping together like the relationship shifted overnight basically where it went from like we're dating and sleeping together to now like he's she's hiring him to like help her lunge and while she's having sex oh. with other boys so it's kind of a mess well why did she have sex with her trainer no 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 she 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 shifted over to having she just met him on a site and he happens yeah. to be a personal trainer so but after they did have sex they had sex when under the guise of just him as a random guy but then when she realized it wasn't going to happen with him because of his small penis she just said i don't want to sleep with you but you can i'll hire you to be my no no trainer. get a different trainer no that's what i'm saying like i understood it like you're like yeah. no, no 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 don't you i'm sorry you gotta oh that's a bummer believe me I, I went home very thankful to have a boyfriend that really night. yeah who also has a micro penis no I'm joking no, I'm joking but if he did I would love him for who he is and sleep with someone else for, <laughs> to fit my physical needs <laughs> we would work out a situation for I sure. get it I you get know? it I get it yeah no I totally get it there's nothing totally wrong it. with it listen 
We all have to some have- men, women are really turned on by my, by the micro penis. That's a fetish for sure. Really? Yeah, and even there's also like humiliation sites. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yes, you little okay. fucking belly button. You want to stuff it back in? Jesus Christ! Oh, maybe I'll get paid to insult micro. I wonder penises. if there. I wonder if I could get an OnlyFans because I don't have a belly button. I bet. I bet there's somebody <gasps> out there who's button. like, no belly button. Let's go. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I could be a millionaire right now. You could all off the lack of a of a belly button. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm taking my time. Would you like to do? Can we please do? Because I have a one. I have a, a bug bite. Okay. Let's bubbling. end. Let's end on a bug bite. Okay. Yuck. Bug bites. Well, mine comes to uh, back to my my concert, right? Okay. My festival, mm-hmm. and my bug bite is is very specific. It's that person at any concert. Who is loud, obnoxious, screaming, and then gets in front of people. So, uh, so it's like, hey, I got to barrel through the crowd to get up front because they're drunk. And then the whole time they just talk. Yeah. It's like, why did you come up front to just talk? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was standing there and this stupid ass dick, come, he had a huge urethra a hole. <laughs> um, was, he, was his shirt unbuttoned? I feel uh, like there's always like that guy too. That's probably, like, yeah, probably. But he came or they up had, like a backpacker, and he kept doing this. Woo, woo. That kind of person. It's like get the fuck in the back. Yeah, go in the back. Nobody up here wants to hear you. We're obviously barreled through to get up to the very front of all of this. Yeah, to see these people. And you're gonna come up here and be like, "Oh, this is my favorite." Yeah, song. and then they always turn around to look at like other oh, yeah. people and like cheer yeah. with them. They look yeah. at their friends like, "Oh, you gotta love this, this song. song. You yep. gotta love this song." It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's playing right now. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know? that's had, a good one. We had a couple people during My Morning Jacket do that, and I was like, "God, I want to just punch this guy in the fucking face." And I feel like My Morning Jacket is, is not the type of band to do that with. I could see if you're like at some weird, I don't know, some other. No, show. I, I just, yeah, I think it's a, it's a. I've had a couple bad concert moments where it's like, why is there a mosh pit at this concert? Like, yeah. you're, you're just dying to have this aggro moment. Yeah. But, but this band is not that band. Mm-hmm. They're just a band, and you're like pushing people around. Like, it's like, sh- stop. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I don't want people sure. to not have a great time. I want them to have their great time. But, like, if you're affecting other people, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I think the next concert I'm going to go to, thanks to my friend Casey, is going to be Pitbull at the YouTube Theater in Inglewood. Jesus. I think I'm going to go by myself. Speaking of things you can do by yourself. <laughs> and she knows that I can't sit high up on the... She's going to get you low? Low tickets. Oh. By myself for Pitbull, Mr. Uh, 305, my president. <laughs> Jesus. Pitbull is my, is my Tony Robbins. Pitbull is my Deepak Chopra. Uh. <laughs> Every day above ground is a good day. Oh, my God. Okay, but not when. This is my... I just blew out our microphones. I'm so loud about this. I am so passionate about my bug bite. Okay, tell me. Okay, I don't know why my algorithm feeds me this so much, and I have opted out of like every site that tries to tell me, but this is very specific, but stories about Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and how they're such a cute couple. I fucking hate them both. From what I've heard in Hollywood, they're actually not that cute or happy. Aww. And then he treats her really badly. Oh, Someone really? was on a, on a date with them that, and they like exposed them for how badly he treats her. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely so gorgeous. And I also, I like her style a lot. Mm. Blake Lively, you know, like how she dresses. It's very like yeah. Diane Keaton kind of like yeah. she mixes stuff, yeah. like trousers and stuff. But I hate their 
their marriage story about how like it's so celebrated and like, they tease each other and they put up like funny posts on their birthday like it, like it's like that's also that's like a lot of husband and wives like it's not so sure. rare that it's like this couple is so funny with each other i don't know th- i fucking hate them and i'm so sick of them together <laughs> blake beautiful love her style oh but it's I, I, like if i see something about the two of them and how like i don't know why that story yeah. circulates about how like quippy they are with each other they're it, you but know, it, like it's in my feed they're that couple right now it's sort of like yeah and it's always that, that couple. couple that like everyone is like because like this is true love but i'm like well it's know. like like it's the same thing with like the rock punks kevin hart mm-hmm. and it's like it's like okay we get it. You're friends and that's yeah. funny because he's really big and the other guy's really small and they're like making fun of each other. It's like, but how much of that do I really, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you hear these old stories of like like Paul Newman and Robert Redford and like there's this great story where they used to buy each other like really expensive gifts and but then they would like destroy them. <laughs> so like uh, Paul Newman bought Robert Redford a, I think it's the, the way the story goes. He bought him like a classic Corvette, but then he had it smashed into a cube, <laughs> like, like into that. a small cube and had it delivered <laughs> to him. And like, it was, so it's like a ton of metal squished oh into God. a cube delivered. And it was like, you could tell it was the Corvette. And, and that's like, so cute. Oh yeah. Isn't it cute it to just cute. destroy a $60,000, you know, a hundred thousand no, dollars. Like but I mean, I, I'm like, but okay. if that story, w- and that's a wonderful yeah, story, but, but if, if every you, time yeah. I signed on, I saw that yeah. or like the same thing, I think some of Ryan Reynolds friends, other actors, told him that, that a party was a ugly Christmas sweater party and yeah. then he showed up in the ugly Christmas sweater and they got photos of him and everyone else was dressed normal which yeah. is so funny but I'm like that happened like eight years ago and I don't know why there has to be like other news besides Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah I hear you I hear you. But maybe they're just in my algorithm. I'm just sick of clickbait and it's gotten yeah. so bad yeah. so bad where it's like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No one better do a Blowfish joke. That's not nice. Uh, yeah, well, yeah oh, that's I, not nice. There's, there's something there. Yeah, there's I know. There. Don't do it, you guys. Ooh, not right. Blowfish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something about blow here. Yep, okay. don't, don't. Well, you know what? Let me think about it. Okay. And until then. Okay, we love you guys. I'm so happy we're back together. <laughs> we'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.